Hello, welcome to Seagull Social, Season 3, Episode 30. That's how many goals we're pretty much going to score by next week, boys. But um, I'm joined <laughs> with, the, with the boys, Maz and Ben, because we are absolutely flying right now. 4-0 over West Ham. Guys, how, how have you been? I, I mean, we, didn't, we didn't do a Stoke um, episode, no. so it's a bit weird. So, yeah, we're, we're yeah. back after a couple of games. So, sorry, you, mm. Maz. How have you, you been, mate? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. I'm a bit ill, I'm not going to lie. I've had a, I've had a bit of a busy week. I've been travelling to Manchester, Newcastle for for work, and yeah, it's been a bit of a long one. But mate, the result just made me feel twenty times better. It was <laughs> unbelievable. I was getting funny enough. I know like a few West Ham fans, weirdly, um, and um, yeah, yeah before the game, they're like, hopefully we can we can break the curse. Like it's the same yeah. thing. Can we break the curse? Can we break the curse? And then I, I didn't I didn't reply like on purpose, just in case, because I didn't know how the game was going to go. I was, I was confident, but I was like, I won't reply straight away. <laughs> and then, obviously, once we won, I just went afternoon. But yeah, it, no, no, yeah. Apart from feeling a little bit under the weather, I'm, I'm in great spirits, and uh, no, life no. is good. Life is good. Life is good. And, and yeah. Ben, how are you, mate? Yeah, pretty much echo what Maz said. Um, I, I thought hotel life would be fun, but it's not. <laughs> it takes it out of you, and I just wanted to go home. Um, yeah, we, yeah, Fair. same as Maz. I was in. Yeah, we were on like a work trip from what, Wednesday to Friday. And then I stayed in London that night to do the DR Sports thing the next day. But yeah, just glad to be home, feeling very tired. Yeah, it's nice. But it was good. It was good bed. fun. And yeah, the game yesterday, DR Sports was good. Was a good laugh as well. Um, and yeah, I think every time I go on there, it seems like we win. So I'll just keep going on maybe there. Just, we'll yeah, maybe go on there next week, mate. We'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah. win the, we'll win the Prem, I think, the next, next month. I'm going there again. <laughs> Like the way we're playing, the way we're playing, mate. I, I, I think we can win the Premier at the moment. And the West Ham <laughs> curse carried off, but Ryan, your birthday curse was broken. It was, mate. We won on my birthday for the first time. Like I think we've had one win in like the last de- decade or something crazy. And the last time we won was like 2014, something like that. Um, I think we had one more in 2018, which I'm not really counting because it wasn't actually on my birthday. So. Mm. It's mad. And uh, we actually did. Yeah, we, we beat Stoke. Uh, I've got to be honest with you, I didn't watch too much of the game because it, you know, obvious reasons really. But um, no, it was, it's mad. 22 years old, boys. I started this when I was 19, by the way, with you guys. It's, it feels Jeez. really weird. I feel like you've watched me in my, in my prime years growing up. So it's just a bit Prime? Odd. No, but, prime <laughs> is 27, 28, mate. Is that it? Okay, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're, you're st- you could still Mate, I thought I'm past all of it now. No, no, I you could still qualify for Young Player of the Year mate, <laughs> if you, if you were. Yeah, so. I thought that's it. I thought I'm done for. No. Like that's that's it now. After 21, when, it's, that's all over now. You'll realise that, Ryan, when you get when you hit 25, <laughs> and I don't know if you watch the X Factor, but when you realise you could be in the overs category for X Factor, that's yeah. when you know <laughs> life is that's done. True. That's yeah, true. That was, that was a that's tough true. one to take. But um, no, mate, it was made even better by yesterday's result: four 0 against West Ham. I mean, yes, we say about the West Ham curse, and you know they also got Danny Ings, by the way, who's our curse, to be honest with you. But we sort of counteracted it with Danny Welbeck, so yeah. it was a bit of a it was a bit of a stalemate there. But I don't know what it is about playing West Ham. There's never a problem. There's never a moment in my head where I'm like, oh, I don't know about. Did this you one. doubt I, it, Ryan? Because I, no, I, 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 I definitely doubt. I, I was like, I think they're going to end their curse now for some really? reason. Really? You, know, yeah. you know, I was thinking. I was, I was, I was just thinking. This is too easy, amigo. This <laughs> is too easy, amigo. It was. <laughs> That's literally all I, I was like. This is too. No, it, like all joking aside, like it was West Ham. They they've been very up and down. I feel like this season, like mm. like like winning last week four 0 You're thinking, okay, they're going into this it's game. Forest as well. They're on good form before yeah. that. Mm. Great exactly. performance against Man United midweek as well. Yeah, mm. exactly. True. So like, coming into the game, I was like, look, they're not. 
I'm not. I'm not fearful, but I'm also not taking it for granted because West Ham can easily beat us on their on their day. But mm. yeah, I think we just set the tone quite like early on, and getting the first goal I think was key. Just to, just yeah, just to alleviate any potential fears, like yeah. especially within the crowd at home. Um, just getting that first goal, and, and for me, it was definitely a penalty. I'm sure we'll get onto it. But yeah, just, just to start off the the game right, not to go one nil down, especially with again, I'm sure we're going to talk about it, but like stealing goal. Again, what people think, you know, we're West Ham thinking we're going to fuck it. We're in here. We're like mm. Bobby Sanchez, their, mm. their first team keeper is not in. Let's let's have, you know, let's test him. Let's pepper him with loads of shots. They had Ariola as well, didn't they? Um, starting, yeah. I think, for the first Ariola time in so so amount of time. Um, but to be honest with you, yeah, I, I could you could really blame Ariola. If anything, I thought he actually made a couple of good saves, especially hey, that, against Enchizol at the end. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a mad one. was unreal. Yeah. So it's yeah. not like they were exactly low without him, to be fair. So no, we were. We just completely took them to the sword. I mean, West Ham, I could say probably since this season, I'd say they're probably the worst team I've seen at the Amex. I thought I haven't seen a big player have such a bad performance as Declan Rice. I thought, mm. oh, mm. my God, I've never seen. You know, you, you think of Declan Rice as world class sort of midfielder, capable of playing at the top, plays really well for England. And I just thought, OK, you know, this I'm watching Declan Rice again. And whenever we play West Ham, I'm like, you know, I, I want to watch him. And he always seems to disappoint. And he's done it again. It was an awful performance. It I'm, really was. I'm going to be quite controversial here. I don't think Rice is as good as people make out. Like, he's I a great player, player, to be fair. He, he's, he's a good player. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not doubting that whatsoever. I just don't think he's as good as people are billing him up. Like, uh, like he's exactly English like what he yeah, English tag. Mason Mount. Look, look at him, like look now how people were bigging him up so much when he was had a little purple patch, and now they're saying he's one of the worst English midfielders around. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he's on the, <laughs> I, I think Declan Rice is is better than Mason Mount by a considerable amount. But yeah, he is. I just don't think he's like you said, in, uh, Ryan. It might be the English tax, but I just don't think he's as good as people maybe think. I think he his is. quality. I think that yeah, he's a bit weird though, isn't he? Because like. Whenever he plays against us, it's really bad. But then when I watch him, say, for example, in the Europa League, I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's fantastic. When I watch him for England, it doesn't help. I think he's, he's in a horrendous West Ham team at the moment. That's, I think, well. the trouble, isn't it? Um, yeah, true. But, I, yeah, we actually spoke about it yesterday. It's like, he looks good. Well, most of the, for most of the part, he's always looked good in that West Ham team. But, like, when you, if he does sign for Arsenal, for example, then he would just be more of, like, a standard player in that team. It's not going to be, yeah. like, a well-beater that you'd expect him to be for the price that he probably will end up going for. Yeah, yeah. That's, just, that's the thing. Just, like, I think was it? I've seen prices of what? Seven, no, hundred million. I've seen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's like he's not worth a hundred to one hundred fifty million. If if no, Caicedo, like for me, Caicedo is a better player. Oh I'm yeah, just, yeah. I'm not even I said, mate, I, I'm going to say it right now. Caicedo is world class. He is. He's got all the ability <laughs> to be a world class player. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree with um, that. I agree with that statement. And I don't know about like, he's now. probably the only Brighton player I've ever seen in a Brighton shirt. That I could say I could see in like a Real Madrid shirt. I'd yeah. go as far to say he could he could be yeah. in a Real Madrid shirt in the next five years. Uh, that's provided he does the right things. Because yeah. don't get me wrong, there's there's you know careers aren't just like this. But I just think with him, he's, he's absolutely fantastic. I think he, to be honest with you, we've got to pick him out because what a performance! I mean, we, he's just signed a new deal, obviously in the week. Massive, massive news, by the way. And Cute. I was actually in the training ground on the Friday that it happened, and the Serbi came in. And he was buzzing. And, and the atmosphere around the training ground was buzzing. Everyone was really happy. And I was like, this just seems really good. And, and I, I wasn't in the best of moods going there, to be honest with you. I was just in the bit of one of those. And I come out of it, I was just really happy. I was just like, this is great. I've just been, you know, everyone's just talking to each other. Everyone's joking around. And I just thought, 
oh my god, I haven't seen this like this before, and it put me in a good mood. So I can't imagine what it's like in the, in the training camp. I was about mm. to say this going into the West Ham game because again, I, oh yeah, I, I wasn't in like the same position as you as to actually feel it like in person, which I'm sure would have been like a different mm. experience. But even as a fan, seeing it from the outside on just on social media, for example, and seeing. Um, the pictures from training. I remember seeing the, the pictures from training where uh, they were like, "Oh, everyone's yeah. in great spirits," and like they were mm. hugging, they were laughing, and I and I saw like a compilation of like the training session, and this was obviously after Caicedo had announced his new contract, and it mm. just it just seemed like like you said, Ryan, it just seemed like the, the spirits and and the energy around the club just massively lifted. Like knowing yeah. one of the key players of the squad is signing on for another was it five years? Uh, yeah, five year deal until twenty twenty seven, I think. Yeah, mad, yeah, plus madness. plus one um, year. Four, yeah, four year deal, whatever. Like, just I think knowing that, and, and again, of course, there's, there's no release be probably something well, in his contract where it says, "Oh, yeah, there's no that release." Was, that was crazy. That was actually no release. Hey, could not wow. believe that. Massive that is mental. Massive um, okay. news. Yeah, I, I didn't actually know that. I thought there was going to be a release clause in there. No, um, no release clause. Wow, that's that's crazy. Um, <laughs> okay. Wow, that, that changes. Not to changes be a, a Debbie lot. Downer though. Does this mean he still goes in summer, but for more money, or does it mean that he's got one more year? He's going to probably do one more year and then go. I think the latter. I, th- I think the latter. Yeah, what you just said. I, I, th- I think he'll yeah give another year and then he'll be like, look, and he's what twenty one. Like, yeah, it's still it, so it says to me that we we sign him for another year, and if say he on the off, off chance he does go this summer. It would require one of the very, very, very big boys to come in because realistically he's not just going to go to sort of a mediocre team. It'd have yeah. to require, like an Arsenal like to come Arsenal, with 100 yeah. plus million. <laughs> it would require a Real Madrid or a Barcelona or a Man United. Yeah. Realistically, he's not going to go anywhere else because Liverpool won't be able to afford him. Tottenham won't be able to go for him because they just won't, they can't, they just can't touch Casado, can they? They so spend they, money on a go-kart track instead. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Chelsea if they're really feeling that much, but I don't, I don't think they're going to spend 150 million to get hold of him and, and and to quote them sort of figures as a Brighton player is mad but when you've just signed a new five-year contract and there's no release clause and you're playing the football that you are you've been wanted for 75 only in January I mean it, it's just a bit of a no-brainer especially if we get a European competition which by the way yes that's um, what I this is yeah this is by the way the Europa League is obviously what Brighton fans want this year but the Champions League, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but if Brighton win their games in hand, they will go into the Champions League places two points clear of Tottenham. And when I looked, I, I saw this stat, I was like, okay, all right, chill out a little bit. And then I looked at the people that are above us, or people, the teams that are above us at the moment. And I want to genuinely ask you, do you think we're better than these? Because we've got Tottenham, we've got Liverpool, we've got Fulham. Um, and and I, I think there might be one more, a Newcastle. And I look at all four of those teams and I think... I put us above all of that. I don't know what you think, Maz. Um, so, in terms of teams above us, I feel like Fulham were better than we just obviously we lost. I know we lost ben against Fulham, them, but, definitely. But uh, yes. yeah, I, I thought that was a, a smash and grab. We like dominated the whole game, and yeah, it was just one of those Spurs days. as well. Spurs, they are generally one, like when you watch them. If you use the eye test, I know they've been winning on paper and they're still fourth. Yeah. But if you give, if you actually watch them, they are horrible. Like yeah, they do not great. play good football um, at all. But they get results. To be fair, like yeah, when they Harry need to, Kane I just carries them. Mr. Yeah, yeah. And then Newcastle have won in five games. They've lost. They've drawn three, lost two. 
which yeah. again pretty mad um and that they feel like they're going a little bit down now. i think that that carabao cup defeat has yeah. the bubble burst <laughs> yeah the bubbles burst a little bit um it we've seen it we've seen it before where a team has got to the final and then where they've lost or where they got to the semi-final they've had a good cup run and then the second half of the season they do just peter off a little bit and mm. for mm. a brighton sake i hope they do because obviously there'll be one more team that we can leapfrog yeah. into the europa league yeah imagine yeah. that we're talking about europa league and champions league we can still qualify for conference league which i would still yeah. right now bite your hand off for yeah it's just and then yeah sorry to answer your question ryan i think liverpool will i'm gonna, gonna say the classic football saying liverpool will be there or thereabouts i think sixth or seventh um tottenham will probably get top four still they'll probably get that fourth place but i Do think, you think yeah, they if can we hold could, on there because I, I don't yeah. know what it is about Tottenham. I just think Spursy, and I know that's so obvious to say, no, I but think they I will. just think, one, they're bottlers notoriously, but two, they, as Matt says, they're just not that good. I mean, yeah. I really don't think they're that good. They play you know, terrible I, football. Yeah. Mm. And, and it's only because of personnel. Yeah, well, yeah Wolves has put a double down in it a bit. I, I just, I don't know. I just think, you know, when I look at our games now, we've got Bournemouth, respectfully, of course. Palace, again, respectfully. And then... Newcastle, which, you know, as you say, they're on a really bad run at the moment. And it only takes us to put Newcastle to the sword, which it looks like it's almost a bit of a thing there. When you put the intensity on the likes of Dan Byrne and, and, and uh, Kieran Trippier, they did crumble a little bit. And, I'm going to you know, get me suit. And that's, no, mate, not, that's the sort of thing that they haven't suit. had. <laughs> oh, they haven't had people go at them because everyone's been going to St. James's and a bit scared of them, probably, because they've got their big atmosphere and they've been getting results. But I say they haven't won in sort of five games or something. They haven't taken a, a point anywhere recently. So I would be lacking would in front of goal as well, Ryan. Lacking in front of goal. And then a doubt sets in. You know, that's the thing. And, and at the moment, we haven't got that at Brighton. That's the one thing that I hmm. probably wanted to address, in fact, before we get on to properly onto the game was before the game I was a little bit worried over not worried but it was one of those things of you know Deserby came in and started scoring so many goals and we had this little bit of a run where we haven't probably done that as much we've been a little bit of our old selves and not taken our chances and I was a little bit thinking okay you know we keep saying about Deserby's got a scoring but are we sure are we sure this is it? Because, you know, we haven't done it in a few games. For us to go then wipe the floor 4-0 and it could have probably been 10, I was like, okay, yeah, we are still absolutely very, very, very good. Mm. Um, but anyway, let's, let's get on sorry, to the actual... Last, sorry, last okay. thing on chances of Europe, I just wanted to quickly say, so Spurs, I think they play Milan second leg this week. Uh, that's big for them. So we'll be able to have a better idea of what their season looks like if they do get through. Um, mm. And then also, I guess we could touch on it, getting Grimsby, or yes, mm. if we beat them get to the semis let's say if we get a nice draw in the semis and we get to the final then we play either of the man united teams for example or manchester teams sorry that we have a better chart we have a good chance of getting to europa league through the final mm. even and and then the league as well so yeah. we have mm. two really good chances of getting to the getting to yeah. a european competition now which is yeah. great yeah no, i agree, I agree. Uh, and sorry just quickly actually going back to the caicedo thing just quickly okay. uh, um my only worry was not worry, but like, what what's changed from when like it was only what two months ago now where you know the thing came out on Instagram. I know it was his agents predominantly, and I don't yeah. think it was actually him himself. But that whole debacle on social media, um, the whole sort of like you know big thing that was made out of it. What's changed from that point to now to make him sign a five year contract? Like, it's good, and I'm really happy for it. But I'm just, I'm yeah, I'm just a bit. Yeah, what's what's I suppose what's changed um, since then? 
That's I think his agents have his agents have just realised that they couldn't get. Well, they tried to get a quick quick payday mm. in those two remaining days of the window or whatever it was, maybe three remaining days. They failed, and now they've got to just go. Well, okay, let's get an, a payday in a new contract, mm. and maybe he'll be an extra season at Brighton, but they've still got some sort of payday to show for it. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose as agents, they, their whole job is to please the client, and then mm. the client being quite money as well. Yeah, yeah. So kind of they're just probably happy with a massive pay rise. Yeah, yeah. I think as well with with Brighton, we're going in the right direction as well. So it probably helps in the fact that we're not just you know, say for example, if Quesada started missing training, refusing mm. to play, Brighton started losing games, then you would say, okay, right, let's get him out of there at all, all costs. Yeah, but because we're still team. rising up, we're still going well. Because they're still putting in fantastic performances, arguably since this whole saga, I'd almost say he's even gone up a gear. And again, you know, I think that because we've now got the money to spend, this this agent has obviously worked his magic with it, and he said, "Look, we've got a very good player here. We can get him a lot more money. The club are obviously going to pay him more money because he deserves it." And yeah. I, I don't think it's ever been a case of Moises is unhappy here. I, I don't believe it. No. I think, you know, I, I think and that's now been proved, but I didn't believe it at the beginning. And now I still, I think it's more proof that mm. I don't think it was ever a, a reality. Yeah, I think, I, I, I think yeah, it, it was just definitely down to like an agent, basically mm. the agent's trying to just mm. shake things up and trying yeah, to think, well thinking win. they're doing their best for their player. But in actual yeah. fact, they were actually hindering him. And yeah, sorry, things... quick question before we move on to the match. Do we know how much he's now on a week? Yeah. According no, I don't, to, mate. Well, I, I saw 50k, but I don't know if that's correct or not. Yeah, probably more, no. <laughs> to be honest. Should I mean, yeah, be surprised. the 50k sounds about right for his age, for like yeah. where he is in his career and all that kind of stuff. I think 50k a week sounds about... Give him 150. <laughs> if he plays oh, no, yeah. I'd pay whatever he wants, but... You've got the money to give him. Just yeah, it. exactly. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? We're in a different position to what we've ever been in in our lifetime, where we can actually play, pay the players that we've got that, what they want. And to be honest, this was one thing in the Championship and even in the beginning of the Premier League, which we were good at, was retain our good players. And we almost got a bit of a false narrative now in the English media that we Feel. just sell which isn't yeah. true um but anyway let's let's move on to the actual game because uh, we've yeah. sort of done this podcast in a backwards fashion but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, all yeah. good anyway uh, but the, the game itself um as we said fantastic performance started off with that penalty but it actually started from right in our own box with jason Steele playing some very good but risky passes and i was very impressed with his distribution by the way very very good uh, with his feet which is a massive surprise um to be honest Played it what out. Go on, go on, Mas. What have I been saying this whole time? We need someone to push Sanchez. And- yeah. I didn't say that, though, did I? I didn't say no. anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. As in, like, I've been saying it for, like, for the last, like, yeah, year on the podcast. I was mm. saying, like, we need to, to basically, someone needs to go to Sanchez. Look, you are not safe. You are not the number one, as in, you yeah. are the number one. But, like, we need to, you know, give him a kick up the arse and just scare him a little bit. Because has think- been listening to the pod, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think uh, was it his assistant manager follows us, didn't he? Or, or yeah, yeah. 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 Um, well, sorry, I was going to say I saw I um I actually asked Zerbi about Jason Steele, ironically, um, yeah. and I said to him about him, and I'm allowed to say this now. Um, I said to him, you know, Jason Steele's been so impressive, and Richie Mills also asked a similar question. So shout out Richie. Um, but I said, look. He's been playing well. He's also a very good influence around the dressing room, apparently. The, the players seem to love him. He's on the boot room, uh, boot room quiz or whatever it's called. Yeah. And, you know, he just seems like a good character. And I said to him, look, he's been putting in these great performances. Uh, you know, is there a chance? At what point does he start pushing Sanchez? 
And he said that he's shown to a good level that he needs to play and he can play. He doesn't know when yet. And he stopped for a bit and said, but he's, he's got the quality to be in my team and he really, really rates him. All of a sudden, yesterday, he's now saying that he puts him above Robert Sanchez. Yeah, that was an insane Nate. quote. Yeah, mm. I saw that. I believe the, he came out and said that. After the game, yeah, yeah that was mad. He's, like, he's, he's more of a player. Up. He's more of my type of player because he's good yeah. with his feet. Uh, he's better with his feet, I think, didn't he say, with yeah. Sanchez, which yeah, was, yeah, yeah, pretty pretty big statement. And yeah. do you know what? It actually now makes me think, like, this, this is what I've been wanting all along. Now Sanchez is probably sitting at home thinking, oh, my God, yeah, I'm in trouble here. I need, like, to, step I need, to, yeah. I need to step up. Exactly. So I think I think Deserby, and I, like, I love it, I, I think his man management and his decision-making in terms of people he's oh, personnel super... he's been on the pitch it's been, yeah. been second to none so far like he hasn't put a step wrong I don't think like, there's been to a few come, like, obviously to but... come out though to Maz to come out and say Jason Steele is playing better than Robert he's closer to Robert uh, he's closer than Robert to my style that's a mm, big, that's a big statement. statement yeah yeah I might be wrong but I don't think he, I don't think I've ever seen a bright manager maybe say this guy's better than this guy he's be- suited better to me that's, that's a pretty but harsh think good, I think it's quite no, it is good, but also Sanchez is going to be like, yes, it will give Sanchez a massive kick up the arse. That's, that's the, what he that's needs, the main though. positive. That's yeah. what he needs. I'm team Zerbi, mate. Zerbi, mm. yeah. do... Maybe Zerbi's playing mind games and maybe he does prefer Robert Sanchez, but he's just said this to yeah. give... But, to yeah, this is, but this is what you need to do, mate. Like, If you're an elite an elite coach, you need to know how to motivate certain different players. And Zerbi, yeah. I would trust on his judgment every single time. As Matt says, there's no reason to not trust him. He's not made a, a, a mistake or a serious error in, in his judgment that's made me think, I can't trust this guy ever. So every single time I've got to say, yeah, if you think that, I agree with you. And, and Brian, to go on your point as well about the like elite managers, it just remind not it's not the same scenario, but I'll never forget that clip, you know, of Jose Mourinho with Delhi Ali, and he's like, yes. look, Delhi, like yeah. Delhi, you, oh, yeah. you're not gonna, yeah, you're not you're not gonna if you don't you know buck your ideas up and well, basically you're gonna screw. And look, lo and behold, Jose mm. Mourinho was right. As much as we mm. sort of say he might have fallen off or whatever since his glory days at Chelsea and Porto, etc., he's still got that bang on. And, and these elite managers have got that in them to say, you look, know, they just yeah, know. I, I, I yeah. know. I, I've been there, done that. Trust it me. Before. You know, yeah, yeah, I've seen everything. But obviously, I think Deserbi's still way earlier in his career. I'm, I'm not comparing him to, mm. to Jose Mourinho, but like, it's good to see those <laughs> traits. <never> know. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see those traits in him. Um, it's yes, good to see those yeah. kind of like that, that um, a little bit of, what's the word I'm trying to, not spite, not spite, that's not the right word. But like, he's got that little edge to him. He's got that, you know, that, yeah, that he needle, definitely has. Um, which yeah. I, I really like. And um, yeah, just to go on to the goal then, obviously Stupinian was so important again. I, I thought he was fantastic yesterday, honestly. Every time I watch this man play, I think he is my player of the year so far. He's absolutely brilliant. Uh, he comes forward, goes into midfield, probably the best left back I've ever seen at this football club. And the way he comes forward... You're forgetting Marcus is... Payton, mate. Marcus Payne's a legend. Shout out uh, but, but the way he comes through it, it, it is brilliant. Uh, he started another move off and it, it caught Caicedo. So how he gets that ball to just flick, just we're talking about an inch away from, from disaster, but he does it every time. So it's not a mistake and it's not a fluke. Uh, we play through the through their midfield like it's sort of a knife through butter and all of a sudden uh, Matoma's got the ball. It's a great ball out wide from Solly March. And Matoma, I think it was a penalty. I think it was probably soft, but it probably yeah. was a penalty. He took it very well as in the touch uh, to get away from Johnson, who had yeah. a nightmare. Uh, but it was a fantastic touch. And yeah, I, I don't know about you, Ben, but I thought that was a pen. I know that Maz did. Yeah, no, definitely. Yes, don't, yes, don't all pens. But just a stu- silly foul to make. But also mm. on the flip side, 
Matoma, just his uh, doctor dribbling's paying off. Like he knew where to put his body. <laughs> doctor dribbling. Yeah, he knew he knew just to get in front of him, adjust his body, just so it's kind of so his arse is facing yeah. bone a little bit more. And he knew contact's going to come. And yeah, it's, it's, it's clever play, as the yeah. Sky Sports pundits would say. Oh, like, Harry Kane. Kane. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you say it all the, the same, same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's clever play. Yeah. And yeah, it's a fantastic touch from Matoma, like you said. Yes, I agree. Um, and also, yes, obviously the, the penalty itself, Alexis McAllister. Was there ever any doubt, Maz? Or did, did, yeah, did, you, did you think at one minute he was going to miss? Nah, mate, he's the coolest customer. In, mate, he's a World Cup winner, mate. This is nothing to him. This is West, <laughs> West Ham at home is absolutely nothing to him, mate. Uh, no, he, 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 I know there's been this whole thing, hasn't there, on socials especially, um, about uh, Brighton penalties. Like, you know, obviously, mm, yeah. uh, we, we struggled against Charlton and, uh, well, we lost to Charlton. taking penalties is horrible. Yeah, history, taking penalties, yeah. obviously. We've got a history yeah. of, of bad, you know, bad, uh, mm. bad history with penalties. But, yeah, McAllister just fills me with confidence just because he's such yeah. a good player. I don't know when 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 a penalty taker is a really good player, it just makes you feel twenty times better. Like like a Harry yeah. Kane, for example. Like you just know when he steps up nine times out of ten, he will score. Lionel it's Messi, nine butter, times yeah. out of ten, he will score. Hmm. Uh, even Ronaldo, no, not so much now maybe, but uh, back in his day, like yeah. all these sort of you know uh, high quality players, you just have much more confident going into it. Mm. And um, yeah, Glenn I think Martin. he should be our he should be our uh, you know I, I know he is, but he should be our number one penalty taker sort of for the foreseeable. And just, yeah, have him, mm. have him on pens. He, he was excellent yesterday. And obviously, mm. I think even since the World Cup, people have questioned his performances where they've dipped a little bit. Mm. Yeah. But I think, yeah, yesterday he was really, really good. And that was actually his first mm. goal, since the first Premier League goal since the World Cup as well. So it's good yeah. to get, yeah. get him back on the score sheet for us. Yeah, and he looked happy with the goal as well. It was nice to see him celebrate. And I thought... To, to be honest, mate, we could say this about every player, but they were all fantastic. But Alexa McAllister, mm. again, was, was great. I thought um, him, Pascal Gross and Caicedo, it's just such an intelligent midfield, honestly. I'd, I can't see many other many other midfields in the Premier League that are better than that. Um, and, that and that's mad to say, isn't it, really? But it, it's true. I, I don't see many midfielders that are better. Balance or, or at least do yeah, right. you can't. Yeah. It's it's mad. You know, if you were to offer them three players to pretty much every team in the league, I think Man City are going to take them. I think that I'm not taking away from Rodri or anything, by the way. I'm just saying, McAllister and Caicedo, they are those sort of players that can play at the highest level. But fantastic again. Um, can McAllister say great? Second goal. Um, need to think now. Who was the second goal? Uh, it wasn't Matoma. Um, it was uh, Veltman. Veltman. Um, yeah. Joel Veltman scored, ladies and gentlemen. Um, by the way, Tarek obviously went off, actually. I forgot what to, to mention that. So hopefully he's all OK. Uh, mm. We don't know what's happened with him, so I'm sure we'll get an update soon. But uh, all, all good for Tarek. But, mate, Veltman, fantastic thought, finish. Yeah, <laughs> Mario Balotelli. I thought, yeah, I thought it was a very intelligent finish. Like, this is, <laughs> this is like, um, I'm glad I remembered now. Yeah, a lot of players, you know, in that situation might have, like, panicked or lashed at it, especially yeah. oh, he's a centre-back slash right-back. Like, he's not he's not usually in front of goal yeah. many times. And um, so he was really cool, calm, collecting, just sort of just chested it and guided it in. I, yeah. thought, I thought it was a very clever, smart, cool finish. And, um, yeah, I was really happy for him, actually, because he doesn't really get many goals, does he? So I was actually no. just happy for him to get on the score sheet. And, um, yeah, obviously, like you said, came off of Tarek as well. So that was probably, you know, coming in... Um, to the game a bit later on. Sometimes players mm. need some adjustment time. But he was, yeah, straight in there and got his goal and it was a really good, really good finish, mm. I thought. West Ham fans yeah. would be really, really, really fuming at Ben Johnson because, like you said earlier, Ryan, he had an actual yeah. stinker, but you could yeah. have built a house around Joel Beltman. He was just literally yeah. there at the back post with no one around him. Shout out to James too yeah. for that one. But yeah, it was so much space. Just 
but like you said, Baz, any other player could potentially panic or especially yeah. defender and like try and mm. knee it in and it just goes high. But yeah, to actually just chest it in and control it in is a good finish with a chest. Yeah. And I was very yeah, I think only Dunk could do a better thing with his chest. We all know he, yeah. Yeah. he's it's, great. It's with chest. I was actually going to say a Dunk joke, to be fair, but he's stolen it already. But it was a good corner. It was a good corner routine. Um, again, it was, I think it was McAllister flicked it on, wasn't it? Uh, it was awful. It was awful defending, mm. as you say. But it was, again, the sort of thing we don't really tend to do is take one good corners uh, and two, we're very lethal now. Um, I, I heard a stat, Ryan. Um, it's the first time we scored. A, we, first time we scored a co- from a corner this season, and it's the first time West Ham oh. are conceded from a corner this season. Oh wow! Okay, Jeez, wow, that's no. mad, mate. Their I curse know, is actually incredible on us. <laughs> they've, they've broken our corner curse, and we've we've been ended their corner <laughs> well, mate, corner streak. The, uh, the commentator, that, if, if that yeah, if that stats wrong, blame the commentator, not me. Okay, yeah, yeah that's, fair that's enough. I mean. No accountability, I rate it. Uh, but no, we, we're fantastic. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, 2-0 two, two uh, at that point. I think the game was pretty safe, to be honest. And it was just a matter of how many. As I say, it, it could have been 10. And I'm not even joking. We, we, were, we were all over them after that point onwards. Uh, Matoma just turned up a gear. He really did. He turned into the Matoma of, of the last, of the first sort of couple of months that we were raving about. He, he absolutely had them on strings again. And it was him and Solly March just too hot to handle. Stupinian as well. That's when all of a sudden everyone comes alive and you see those three on fire. And mm. uh, Matoma started taking everybody apart. The move was fantastic. The ball across from Gross was, was, was very calm as well. Shock. He, he t- another PL yeah, assist for another Gross. shot. Yeah, another chance created. Only, I don't know, I think it's like a couple hundred now. A chance created behind Kevin De Bruyne. He's still the second highest chance creator since 2017 in the Premier League, only behind Kevin De Bruyne. It's insane. Uh, only two hundred behind. Only yeah, 200. I know. That goes to show the <laughs> levels of, of the, the yeah. man from Belgium, by the way. But yes, Pascal is another level for us. Um, and again, another assist. It's a good finish, to be honest with you, because uh, it was a, a difficult angle and probably one that we would have missed a couple of years ago, wasn't it, Ben? Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, Matoma read the game really, really well there. Um, it's nice to see him find a score again because I think the past few games he's been like double teamed, isn't he? Most for most yeah. of the part, and he's been like cancelled out of the game. And when we haven't had him in the game, we found it uh, found it tough. But um, yeah, it's actually nice to see him get a bit more freedom and have a very, very good game again. And yeah, yeah, a, deser- a deserved goal for sure. Yeah, and uh, um, um, Maz, what do you what do you make of the the move itself and the, and the oh. goal? Great, great team goal. I, I just loved, yeah, how fluid, how fluid it was. How just it, the the way we play football right now is just amazing. Like I just think it's yeah. just so attractive. It really is. It, it's effortless. It doesn't seem like there's too much going into the way. Like the one it's natural, two, isn't it? Yeah, mm. the, the quick passes, the intelligent passes. Yeah, and it was just a great team goal. And, and obviously, I know like Matoma had to like stretch and slide it in, but it was a, yeah, just a great mm. all round goal. And um, yeah, it's great to see going back to, I think, I can't remember which one of you made it, but it's great to see Matoma back to, yeah, what he was. Because I feel like the last mm. three or four games, maybe he'd um, just not been, yeah, not been as... as and it's all admission, or... wasn't it, as well? He, he sort of took credit for the fact that he hasn't mm. been at his best. And to be honest with you, it goes to show the mentality of our players now. And yeah. even... Um, you know, I think Deserbi came out and said Matoma's not been as good as he as he knows he can be. And for Matoma to also be the same and be so focused to be like, you know, do you know what? We're going to still get ourselves back on track. I think it was even when he was on his good form, he said that he wanted to be better. Um, it just goes to show the mentality shift because before we were just told to take the positives when we'd lose three 0 um, So you know, I think that it's a it's a complete stark difference. And I saw that we are Brighton put a thing on about saying about 
Joel Veltman's rare goal and said it's, he hugged um, some of the Japanese fans who were sitting next to him in the West Upper and then he put I'm going to kiss them if yeah. Matoma gets a third just for Matoma to actually <laughs> get oh, a third he said went in for the kiss and missed I had to settle for a hug <laughs> I rate that so high it's funny but no but he uh, sort of carousel out for some some of those tweets because there were some really yeah, good there's some good tweets like, even, even Mike King who's a well, bro, Brighton, Brighton goat. Ali Razor fan. Went. That's the one. <laughs> Ali, is he an Ali Razor fan as well? Yeah, he, that, a bit of me, mate. A bit of me. I love that. Still, oh, no, still he was like, um, he was like the fact that West Ham signed Danny Ings, who is Brighton's kryptonite, and that we still beat them just shows the just shows like the tremendous curse that we have in West Ham or something like that. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. so true. Not even Danny Ings could stop us. Mate, I was really hoping that Danny Ings didn't even get a sniff because there was a couple of chances he had. And Jason Steele, by the way, first half made some very good saves, actually, uh, for the few amount of shots that West Ham had. Um, but I did worry because I, I just thought, you know, even if we're winning 4-0, I don't want Danny Ings just to get a little laugh on us because it's so many times I've seen him leaving the Amex with a little bit of a smirk on his oh, face. Aston, Aston Villa. Nice. <coughs> Maybe yeah, yeah, Villa literally like six well. months ago, if that. Yeah. Oh, a couple of months ago, yeah. Sorry, and, he said, um, he said the cur- this curse transcends anything I've ever seen. It's <laughs> just, just fucking class. <laughs> so true. And then, obviously, we made some subs. We had uh, Facundo Buonanotte and uh, Danny Welbeck came on. And Facundo was a- another good performance from him, to be honest. I was quite happy with his sort of cameos that he keeps getting. It always looks quite exciting. Um, but just for him to assist Danny Welbeck, probably about five, ten minutes after coming on, uh, it was a good finish from Danny Welbeck. But I think at that point, West Ham had just given up. They looked mm. finished. Um, as I said to you, Declan Rice was so bad. And I think it was just a complete gap in midfield. And then all of a sudden, you got Danny Welbeck. And I, I said to my dad, I said at the time, I said, there's going to be a Weldy goal in this game. And it wasn't quite a Weldy, but I'm going to claim it mm. because it's close enough. It was a good finish. It was outside the box. I drilled when it. When does Danny Welbeck um, ever score outside finish. the box? Yeah, so you've got some... <laughs> Newcastle at home, I present to you. I remember yeah, that. Okay, yeah, fair um, point. Yeah, one. But, yeah, <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, mate, I was, I was very happy. But he only seems to score very good goals, doesn't he? he his goals are always of a really high quality. I mean, I remember against yeah. Leeds not so long ago, that sort of Cruyff turn oh, one that he scored. Yeah, that, that one against unreal. Liverpool where he flicked over Joe Gomez. And then this yeah. one, he's made the goal when he does score, they're always bangers. I don't know mm. what it is about him. Um, but no, uh, but, Mads, I know you're not probably the biggest Wele fan, but I mean, <laughs> it's a good goal, wasn't it? <laughs> no, no, great goal, great goal. And you know what? Uh, as time goes by, um, I, I do, <laughs> warm to him more and more it's just no my, he my seems like a good guy doesn't he my biggest my yeah. biggest frustrations with Welbeck and Lalana, uh which I've always been quite vocal about is just their injury records and I, I know that's not their fault I, I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying you know it's harsh to say because I like I've got you know I know that I know basically I know that it's not as easy as that just you can't you've got to put yourself in their shoes and it must be <laughs> so be frustrating <laughs> Um, it must be so frustrating going through these injuries but like, that's always been my biggest thing is like just them keeping fit and um mm. Yeah, and when they are fit, they're both incredibly great players. So, yeah, yeah I'm really happy with Danny Welbeck. I'm, I'm so glad. And I think off the pitch as well. And, and that, I think that's what I don't appreciate maybe as often is off yeah. the pitch. He's such a big... Mate, you can tell he's such a vibe. Character yeah, person, yeah like, like, like I said, going back to that video, I was, I was telling you guys about the training video that I watched. Mm. Like, he was very pro- predominant in that. He was very, like, mm. he, they cut to him a lot. Like, he was joking. He was the he was the guy that sort of, like, cracking jokes and mm. stuff and, like, getting them laughing. And so, yeah, I, I think he is really good when he comes on, like, as a sub. I don't want him starting games. Let's just be clear about that. I don't... I, I really want... I want Ferguson to start. But as to come on 
And let's say, yeah, we are maybe, let's say, losing 1-0 when you need like a bit of a presence and someone mm. who's ex- very experienced to come on, he's amazing. And, and when we're 3-0 up, to come on and just, you mm. know, uh, save Ferguson's legs. Like, yeah, I, I'm, the more, t- as time goes on, the more I'm happy we've got Danny Welbeck. Yeah, he's yeah. such a great character to have in the squad. You can mm. tell, like, even watching that buzz, well, we knew it before, but even watching that buzzer's boot room video of him and, yeah. Yeah, him and Tarek, so what funny. Like, yeah. He may be injury prone, but he's got 99 banter and that makes up for it. <laughs> <laughs> 99 banter. <laughs> that's quite funny. Uh, um, yeah, that's actually completely throwing me, I'm not going to lie. Um, no, I was going to say about Evan Ferguson, um, you, you know, you mentioned him. He's, you know, he didn't score, but he, mate, he just doesn't stop running. He's the proper old school centre forward, but a little bit better than one. His passing ability is very good. He creates chances so well. He holds the ball up very well. And it's everything that we've probably missed in a centre-forward for the last four, five, six years. Uh, probably since Murray went, actually, in 2021, I think. But I, I just love Evan Ferguson. I think he's great. Maybe he should have scored this chance, but you could say it was a good challenge um, from, I think it was Og Bonner at the time. I could be wrong. But it was a... Ah, just a, a fantastic performance again from, from Ferguson but you can say this about everybody can't you but I did mm. want to ping out one person in particular and it was Who Adam we Webster uh, Adam right. Webster <laughs> I thought he was great and, and I know I keep saying these about all these players but Adam Webster he's been through a lot and he, with his injuries and I feel I feel like it's about time that he almost settles into the team again I thought he was very good with his feet um, yeah, one out mistake didn't he really well. at the beginning yeah I think like the ball like, went under his feet and then uh, Bowen was through. Pena made a really, really good tackle. I think this yeah. was at um, one nil, and it might have been one nil. Yeah, yeah, it was at one nil. Nil nil even was still one nil, and then yeah. still was forced to make a save, um, which was a, yeah, fair, a decent save with his leg. Mm. But Bowen, yeah, Bowen was through. But I think it's because it like went under Webster, and then they had a good chance. Yeah, but I think that was the only mistake that I've seen. Yeah, no, um, mate, he was fan- he was fantastic. I, I really did think he was great, and he looks so much more composed than he has done recently. And I think big, big testament to him for coming back from his injuries like he has um, and similarly to Jason Steele as well I was going to say when Big Levi's back fully fit do you who that oh right no we, thought, we've uh, got he didn't know who he was who does he come back straight into the team does Webster retain his place what are we saying I don't know mate I just don't I'm not a fan of the fact that we're not going to keep him and that we're going to keep playing him. I, mm. I, How do you know I, that I, though, Ben? Because How he's do you not, know that? He's not, he's not, yeah, he's, he's going Chelsea back. Come out, haven't they, multiple times? Yeah, he, they're going to, they want he him wants back. to be a Chelsea centre-back. Thiago Silva, although he's still really good, is getting on a bit. There's a place in the Chelsea team for him. But then and they got, I, I'm a big fan of Vardy. I used to be a big fan of our transfer policy of not loaning players for this, for this reason. Um, and yeah, I, it would be silly, I think. Maybe maybe putting a different spin on it, we need to play our best players to get Europe. That's fair. But also on the flip side, I just would prefer to play our Brighton players to improve them rather than improving someone else's player, or, and especially a Chelsea player. Yeah, see, I don't agree. I, I, I prefer to um, just get whatever the best result is for the club. And I think yeah, that's true. If, I think Levi is a good He's a good guy. I don't, I don't think yeah. he's... Uh, there's no doubt about that. Um, everyone that I know that knows him and everyone that's spoke to me about him um, is, is only good words and people can say he's a nice, chill character. Um, and, I, and I can't really disrespect Levi at all. And I think that he's just been caught in a bit of a crossfire. Um, yeah, no, that's honest, sorry, that was no disrespect to him as a person. No, no, I'm not saying you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I'm just saying, like, I, I do like him. I, I do. I wouldn't be surprised if we do keep him. It's clear we're serious about keeping him. Uh, it will be an interesting summer. And obviously, Chelsea are very prone to just splashing 100 million on another centre-back because why wouldn't they? Because they can. And, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did, uh, especially with Todd Bowley now. He's an absolute madman. Um, <laughs> and realistically, I mean, if Brighton are getting into the European places... Chelsea have a chance of not even playing Europa League this <laughs> yeah. year, so you never know. Um, so I don't think it's completely unreasonable to suggest he does stay. But um, to answer your question, Maz, I don't know. I, I think I would I would have him uh, in the team if he's fit because he is one of our best players. But um, RDZ did say that he's going to be playing him in the under twenty ones first to get him fit. So I don't imagine it'll be anytime soon. Um, but anyway, to move on from okay, sorry, go on. final thing. Sorry, final thing. Yeah, yeah. Move on. Um, so talking about like praising our players and stuff, uh, yes. I got an article sent to me on, on Friday, which was before the weekend played, obviously. But according to whoscored.com, right? Yeah. The 2022-23 form ranking. So for the last six appearances, can you tell me the top three in the Premier League? What, players? Yeah. Lewis Dunk? <laughs> no. Well. What, uh, form, form for, rankings? Yeah. So in terms of uh, based on who scored um, okay. ratings. What's this uh, over? Yeah. Like last three months, last two sorry, months, last, last six season? Games. Last, last six, six games, games. Sorry, before this Saturday. So this you was, want this how many was on, This was published on Friday. I just want to top Solly three. March. Solly March. Who did you say? Good shout. Solly, Solly March. March. Correct. Yeah, he's in. A, he's at number two. Ooh. I thought. Is was there another take, Brighton player? I, I thought it was going to take you a little bit longer than that. So uh, that's is there another that Brighton player? That's ruined the game. No. He's the, he's the only Brighton Sorry. player in there. Just yeah, shows how good he's that. been, though. But that, yeah, that, that, I, yeah, that's the point I was trying to make. Was yeah, I think no, he goes. Solly's fantastic, mate. I, yeah, I really, I, I, really I, believe. I think he him. goes under the radar a lot. Yeah. Like when we talk about Estepinian, we talk about Matoma, the sexy about, players. Yeah, we talk about you know the the, the uh, he was just behind Bruno Fernandez uh, and above Marcus Rashford and Saka. Wow. Which is who? again, this is just who scores.com rating. Who? So, um, I think it's actually based on stats, so it actually mm. shows that statistically he is one of the best players in the Premier League. So, he was phenomenal yesterday I'm at the surprised. beginning of the match. You see that like messy esque run he done to get mm. into the box and yeah. he's got a shot away. I was like, who is yeah. he? Who is that bloke? Yeah. He was he, yeah, yeah, just mean, run, running dribbling through the players. It was so good. He's just his chance creation and the way he beats a player now is is different. You haven't seen that from him before, as we keep saying, and it's great. And I can only give him so much credit, uh, Solly much. All of our players like him, and as I said, like Webster, like Jason Steele, these players that have been here for so long and are now getting up that next level, it really does make you appreciate how much of an impact Roberto De Zerbi has had. Yeah. And, and shout out to Andrea Moldera as well yesterday. Uh, you could tell the patient play in the first half. don't know if that has anything to do with him, but it was very patient and it was making me on the edge of my seat at times. <laughs> passing and passing and passing and passing. If you're on the other end of that, it's wearing you down. And, and, I, and I'm not surprised that West Ham fans were losing their heads because <laughs> it was just an absolute showboat. Absolute showboat. Apparently Gross and Caicedo have done like 10 pass, one-touch passes yeah, they did. between each other. Mate, That's it's just... Piss. Yeah, <laughs> that is and piss. but they do these. They do these little one touches. Then we started trying to do one touch football only. Then we started showboating. Sarmiento comes on. He starts trying to five star skill move everybody all of a <laughs> because that's just what we can do now. That's what we're in, and this is what I'm trying to say to you. When I say to you that these players are that good, I mean it because I don't just say it in a delusional way. I watch these mm. games, and I remember um, 
In fact, actually, I want to I want to mention Steele now because I know I know we've mentioned it a little bit about Robert Sanchez in comparison, but I don't want to compare. I want to just talk about Steele because he went through a horrible time at Sunderland. He was yeah. thought of as down and out in League One and as one of the worst goalkeepers to ever grace Sunderland. He was a meme. It was a joke. He was a disgrace to them, and they hated him. And it was it was a oh my god, why have we signed him situation. And then all of a sudden, Potter said in 2021 that he's showing huge improve, improvements. He's, he's becoming a much better player. And we would say, really? And then he'd play in the cup games and he'd be <laughs> good. And he'd make, he'd make a lot of good saves, especially in penalty shootouts. Yeah. Still prone to the odd mistake, but then I suppose all goalkeepers are. But then now, I, I, you don't see as many mistakes in the cup games. And something really said to me in these cup games this year of, Steele's good enough to start. And now you see him start... And he's put in a good performance, but his passing, mate, was really impressive. Um, and, I, and I'm really, really, really happy for him, if not on a footballing basis, because he does seem like a top guy. And everyone that I've spoken to says he is a great man around the pitch. And, and, and he even gave me a wave. So I'm taking that in his car. So, <laughs> um, but the point of the matter is he, he's a, he's a great guy. And, and I do, I am happy for him, uh, genuinely. So shout out still, yeah. uh, to, great to the biggest degree. Yeah, it's a massive story for him coming from the depths of that documentary Sun Until I Die, which yeah, yeah must have been horrendous for him and his and his family. Like he it was yeah, a very horrible it's time human for being, him, isn't he, at the end of the day? Yeah. You know? And so now get was this his second PL start, wasn't it? This one. Um yeah. Mm. It was yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant play. Um and yeah, I think he's probably like Welbeck, a great, great character around the team as well. Um the interesting thing now will be to see how long does he keep Sanchez out for the team for? Um, it'll be, I'll be very surprised if Deserby then goes back mm. to Sanchez in the next match after the post-match comment mm. about him preferring Steel. That'll be a weird one. So it maybe it'll be a two or three oh, game spell in the good. team now before we see Sanchez get a chance again. Unless he has, pulls out a blinder in training and gets his number one spot back again. Yeah, great. Mm. Agreed. Um, okay, let's let's move on to FA Cup just just because we we are. I do want to mention Grimsby just a little bit because obviously we did miss FA Cup roundups just before we finished. So um, we'll do the we'll do the preview during the week. I'm sure for Leeds. Yeah. Um, so let's just talk about the yeah the Haddocks <laughs> and the Seagulls. Um, obviously, um, notoriously birds do eat fish, so we should be all right. But I think what <laughs> I'm gonna say is um, yes, it's it's the best possible draw we could have hoped for and, and there's no hiding that you can't say that it's not um and i think that you know is there is there that reason to to be happy about it or do you want to be reserved and do you want to what you know it's, it's not we're not there yet or is it time to dream about wembley and start thinking about even winning our first ever major trophy mas yeah i i, I was a bit I, I was a bit annoyed at a, a few section of fans where like Oh, let's put some respect on Grimsby's name. Like, you, know, you can't just, <laughs> no. can't just, you can't just write them off. But it's like we're not we're not writing anyone off. We can be happy about oh, no, a good no, draw. No. Like, yeah. we, we can be happy about drawing Grimsby. Like, as we should. Like, they were the statistically or on paper the weakest team in the competition. They lost left. yesterday, didn't they? Against like, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're in know. League Two. Like, of yeah, course we're going to be happy about like drawing them because it increases our chances like to progress. So, mm. it, like, it just didn't make any sense to me why people were like, "Oh yeah, let's 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 calm down a little bit." And it's like we're not. No one's saying, "Oh, we're definitely going to beat them." We're just happy we drew them. Like, mm. I just I didn't get. I that posted that. Pi- I posted that video of the um the kid dancing, the Matoma kid dancing, and I was like, "When we oh, draw, when you draw Grimsby at home." Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, 
obviously you're going to be happy for it. Palace fans yeah. will be happy just to be in the competition still. So I don't know why they're piping up. <laughs> it's, it's a joke. Like, and yeah, maybe I, I didn't see some actually disrespectful tweets, but yeah, I would. I didn't. I didn't see any disrespectful tweets in my opinion. I just saw yeah, people happy about the draw. No yeah. one was saying Grimsby are shit. It's going to be a walk in the park. Obviously, it's not. It's going to be a huge game for them, and they're mm. they're. The fans behind the goal at Southampton, they're incredible. And they brought mm. all their inflatable fish. Oh, yeah. Full credit to their fans. Masks. Mate, that's unreal. Yeah. They were brilliant, brilliant fans. And like, mm. I, I can't wait to see them at the Amex. It'll be, it'll be hilarious. And yeah. it should be a really, really fun match. And hopefully, yeah, we, yeah. It, for us, it'll be maybe not a comfortable match, but a match that we win. And yeah, but then on to Wembley, boys. We're saying not a comfortable match after we've just beaten West Ham 4 0, by the way. So, yeah, this, but, is, this is where you've got to remember where we're at. But yes, I get the magic of the FA yeah. Cup and everything. Yeah, but anyway, let's, let's just talk about the, the, the not future, the not so distant future of we haven't won a major trophy in our lives. Um, and I'm not saying say we that? will. We won, we won some community shield back in like 1906 1910 like in our lives yeah. last time yeah, I yeah. checked mate I wasn't around in 1910 <laughs> but I could be wrong La- um, no no but I'm only saying because people we basically haven't have we but yeah when, I, when yeah. I, my answer back is always like yeah we won the community shield I think it was yeah. like the South community Division shield, winners played champions um, yeah South like, Division winners played South yeah. Division Division winners played like the North Division winners and we beat Villa 1-0 in the final, I think. But, but on a serious level, count. we've got, <laughs> you know, the, the teams left in this is, is Sheffield United and Blackburn is one of them and obviously two Manchester clubs and Fulham. Um, I look around and I, I do think, I, I've probably missed someone there as well, haven't I? Burnley, I can't think. Burnley. Burnley, that's the one. Um, and I look at those teams and I think if the Manchester clubs get their own semi-final, great. If one of them gets knocked out beforehand, even better. But, I just, I just think even if we came up against, say, United in the final, we've still got a very, very, very good There's chance. There's a chance. There's still a good chance. City, perhaps, United, maybe. I, I think that, you know, obviously if you get a championship team, then even better. And, you know, you, you're feeling all right. But then you're arguably more nervous for that because you're the, you're the ones that should clearly win. Um, don't you think it's mad, though, that the way that this FA Cup's played out? Because I think that everyone actually went for it this year. Uh, and somehow a lot of the big boys aren't left. Um, and to be honest with you, we're actually deemed as one of the big boys left now. Um, yeah. And Maz, I, I want to so get your honest now. thoughts. Yeah, exactly. And I want to get your honest thoughts, Maz and Ben, of do you think we can win it? Uh, and, you know, what do you think it's going to take for us to do it? Because it's not going to be easy, obviously. I'll start you, Maz. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So obviously... Yeah, let's get through Grimsley first, and then and then see, Agree, see yeah. after that. But but in saying that, if we get a favourable draw in the semis, which is black, the winners of Blackburn, Sheffield United, basically, and Man City, Man United play each other, I will then believe potentially that we could potentially. So you're do saying it. there's a chance? Yeah, yeah. So you're saying, <laughs> you're saying there's a chance. So. Yeah, obviously Man United, Man City will play each other, and then that that wheels it down to one of the Manchester clubs being in the final. And then, like you said, Ryan, once you get to a final, mate, we can beat Man City for anyone's game. Anyone's game. Anything can happen. So, yeah, I'm not saying the disparity between Wigan and Man City is the same as Brighton and let's say Man City now, but yeah, like you just never know. But I don't know if we were to draw one of the Manchester clubs in the semis. Do you know what it is? I think I'll be honest. I think they'll go into autopilot. As in, they'll just win the game. Like it's just, it's just second nature to them in those kind of yeah. situations. Yeah. Uh, more so, City than Man United, maybe. But still, like 
yeah, I, I just feel like if we get the United have won the Carabao, haven't they, as well? So they, they've got yeah. a bit of winning mentality from Ten Hag, to be fair. Yeah, um, City play at Wembley almost like twice a season as well. It's yeah, not yeah. Literally, it's like their second home. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, basically, to stop waffling, if we get Manchester clubs in the semis, I'm not confident. But if we can avoid them and get to the final, anything can happen. Yeah, and Ben, what's your take? No, spot on. I think we're going to have to. Yeah, like I say, get past Grimsby, but we need luck on our side again in this draw. Yeah, mm. to avoid one of the Manchester clubs will be huge, will be so big. Yeah. Um, and I think if there's <clears throat> sorry, if there's a season that we're going to do it, it's going to be this season because everything yeah. is going right. We've still got our best players after January. Mm. This is a huge, huge moment to get to a final and potentially win. But yeah, we have to have more luck on our side if we get past Grimsby and avoid a Manchester club. And as you said, Ben, as well, if we get to the final, depending on where people finish and where, let's say, your Man City or Man United finish, mm-hmm. that could potentially just be an automatic European spot. Yeah, so, if United win the Europa League, then yeah. we get So we pot- get potentially spot. just getting to the final is pretty much as good as winning it, potentially, yeah. Uh, yeah, depending yeah. on yeah, what happens. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a crazy story, really, if it did happen. It's, it's all very hypothetical at the minute, but Manchester United... We got them in the final. Um, it is 2023. The last time we played them in, a, in an FA Cup final. Last time we even played in an FA Cup final was 1983. And we all know how that went. Um, yeah. Even if you weren't alive to see it, it's a very, very famous moment in the club's history. For that to happen again, the revenge, uh, particularly amongst the older, older fan base, would feel very sweet. And it's the one time perhaps where the older fans and the younger fans could come together. Also on Twitter well. rather than yeah, you could put to bed that famous <laughs> quote. Yeah. Yeah. Well, re- replays as well, in fact. We drew in, in the first game and then there was yeah. a replay. We lost 4 0, which is pretty. Yeah, that was mental. it. Um, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see. And um, you're right in saying if it's going to happen at all, this season does feel like a little bit of magic in it. I don't know if that's right or if it's wrong, but the 2016 17 vibes, which we haven't seen, mm. we always used to refer back to as the good old days. Together. It feels like that is happening again. That's just me. I could be wrong, but I do feel like just that's picture true. it, boys. Just picture Lewis Dunk on a sunny Wembley day lifting the FA Cup. Yeah, that's just like it would be so perfect for him. A man that's been It'd be so a great start to the, to the club. summer, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, I would. It would. I'd definitely be going Ibiza and anywhere else. Go back it would be Lewis sweet Dunk. that night, Ben. Let's that's for it. sure, mate. Oh, yeah. it would be. But can you imagine that? It just his loyalty will be, will be, will be repaid. And he'll win a title, a domestic cup for Brighton of Albion, his home insane. hometown club. It'll be so good. Would be um, insane. But yeah, let's get past the haddocks first. Let's get yeah. past the haddocks. But let's let's end it on that, boys, because that is a very, very good podcast. Thank you both. Mm. Um, we do comments below. Um, and we'll do the, obviously, the, um, what's um, it called, later on in the week. Yeah, so, yeah. these preview. Uh, mm. Comments below. On the way to Wembley? No, that's a bit... A bit no, we need, to, we need to do... We need to do... Um, <clears throat> We'll do Wembley West at Grimsby. It needs to be West Ham related. Um, Can it be the, uh, the West Ham? No, sorry. March Madness, because we actually are in March finally. Yeah, or March Madness. Yeah, like March Madness. Or it could be March Madness or Caicedo, because obviously he's a bit of a man at the moment at the moment. And yeah. He's actually staying. Moises Caicedo. <clears throat> Caicedo is a weldy. <laughs> that went well, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, fuck's sake. <laughs> Basically, let's go with. Let's go with. For like, yeah, March. If he had scored, we could have gone with March. Yeah. But yeah, I agree yeah. with Ryan. Let's go with Caicedo. And we'll it? go with. Nerves of Steel. 
Oh, that's nice. Yeah, like that's that. a good one. Yeah, yeah and there's a steal. That's, you that's good. You redeemed yourself, Ben. You redeemed yeah. yourself. Well Welcome to the wheel of steel, ladies and gentlemen. Right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for listening and streaming and everything else you've been doing to watch us. Uh, make sure you're following our socials at Seagull Social and like, subscribe and comment and everything else you want to do and all that good stuff on our YouTubes. And yeah, we'll see you probably just before we play against Leeds. That'll be a tough game as well. But yeah, thank you, boys, and we'll see you soon. Cheers. Peace.